Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am Chris Witt, and with me, as always, today is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm so good. How are you? Buddy, I am I am as happy as I can possibly be to start a podcast. Why, you ask? Because I do. our probably the most the the best looking guest that we have <laughs> that we ever that we have on the podcast the the without a doubt the best voice yeah uh, the the he's got he's got uh, a larynx of an angel well <laughs> we'll check with him if that's the correct biology but yeah uh, go ahead he is our Bengals insider he is uh I'm trying I can't remember the name of the group you gotta help me out Andre debonair man. debonair oh, my bad my bad he is he is he is one of uh he is one of the the group debonair debonair if you get a chance to listen to him go on youtube check them out they sing the uh the 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 whole the whole spiel about them singing the national anthem at the at the Bengals game the behind the scenes it's awesome andre's basically the star obviously <laughs> mr our Bengals insider mr andre edwards andre how are you buddy I'm quite well, fellas. Quite well. How about yourselves? If I was any better, I'd be you. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. All right. So Andre Edwards, uh, as we said, is with us, our Bengals insider. Andre, let's talk some Bengals. What do you say, bud? Let's do it, man. First half in the books. Uh, so some, let, let me some let, interesting things to, to look back on for sure. Very much. A lot of interesting things. Before we do this, uh, for all of you guys that listen to the podcast all the time, me, Adam, and Andre all pick games at the beginning of the year. We're at the halfway mark. Uh, one game passed, I guess, technically the halfway mark. <laughs> and Adam's already out of it, right? Oh, Adam is singing, no, brother. Listen. Hold no, on. Hold if, on. I could be wrong. I if, could be wrong. If the season ended today, I'd win. Yeah, if the only thing, oh yeah, because you have this many wins. <laughs> We've got like eight more games, and I need them to win less than three games. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in trouble. They've already won five. I had them at three and fourteen. <laughs> well done, well done. So, so that's kind of the first thing I wanted to bring up is anytime I can say Adam's getting his head kicked in is always fun for me. So uh, Adam is getting beat up in that. Who's in second? Who's winning between this thing? Uh, I think, I think as of right now, I think technically speaking, they're on pace to win like nine or ten. What what, uh, um, what did I have them at, Adam? You have them at nine and eight. Yeah, buddy. Andre, Andre had eight, yeah, and nine. Him at eight and nine. Eight and nine. Adam yeah. at three and fourteen. This could be good. Hey, I'm gonna tell you what. This could come down. This this could come down to who gets the most correct. It could. It could. Because it's two-tie, all-tie, isn't it? How do we decide the, the losers go? If you're just dead last, you're dead last. Is that just yeah, how yeah, it is? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adam's yeah, dead just, last. Adam's, <laughs> Adam has lost this. Uh, technically, it's not over. You but know, now, now we're just going for bragging rights. Yeah. That's right. If they win two games, then, then it's over. You know what's crazy is I had the most through the first – the most right? Well, yeah, I, I had the most. Yeah, I had the most right. Correct picks. I had seven correct. Chris had the first six games picked correct. Yeah, I hit the first six. I was on a roll, baby. Wow, I have seven impressive. total. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's, that's so impressive. So there we go. So we got what are we sitting at? Five and four now. I believe the Bengals yeah. are. Um, correct. They've they've come off a couple. 
Bad, not bad. Well, yeah, bad games. Um, a huge blowout from Cleveland. All after they, and I told everybody after they beat Baltimore. I came on this podcast and said, everybody needs to slow down. We've got the Detroit game. We've got the Jacksonville game. We've got a lot of games we can go back and look at that were not pretty. Correct. And don't take one game, but you know how everybody does with the NFL. It's recency bias. So it's just like the Jamar Chase, Mac Jones thing, right? Jamar Chase has a bye week for one week, and all of a sudden Mac Jones is the is the rookie of the year. So let's all take a deep breath. Let's all take a deep breath and realize who the Bengals are, slightly above 500 team, which is where they're sitting right now. Now let's talk about the good things and the bad things, Andre. What are you most impressed with from this Bengals team so far? Well, I mean, I think number one, you have to start off with Jamar Chase just based upon where we were in the preseason, right? Um, preseason, he couldn't catch a cold. Um, and I know it was it was limited time, but even in practice, he was dropping passes. He was, you know, on a different pace than Joe. Uh, things just didn't – they didn't look good. And so there was, I won't say panic, but there was a, a, a little bit of angst as to, oh, man, we already we, we took John Ross a few years ago. The biggest thing about John Ross was, one, he couldn't stay healthy, and two, he just couldn't catch, right? That's and right. now we just took this dude, you know, top five, and he can't catch either. Um, and it kind of it became a, a, a national narrative and and took on a life of its own of, you know, can Jamar Chase catch a ball in the NFL? Is it because the ball is fatter? Is it because it doesn't have white stripes on it anymore? And, like, I mean, just all kind of ridiculous things that were, were, were being thrown around. Um, but when it came down to it, when the lights came on, when kickoff happened at 1 o'clock, it was like, oh, yeah. That's Jamar Chase. That's right. That's the guy. Yeah, that's right. That was the correct pick. And we we said that when you came on the podcast before the season to go over all this stuff, we talked about that. Like Dan Horde said, I've never seen a Bengals wide receiver catch as many balls off a jug machine than Jamar Chase does. And he catches every single one. He'll be fine. It's okay. And sure enough, he has been more than fine. He's been phenomenal. What about about Jesse Bates, the best defensive player on this team? What, what about uh, so, the most recent comments from Mr. from Mr. Bates? How you feel about all this? So I think it was crazy honest. Yep. Um, I think as as people who consume the NFL product, we get tired of coach speak. We get tired of player speak. Of you know, yes, we're one team, or you know. Ah, it's just next man up or you know, all all the football cliches that we hear all the time. What we very rarely hear is, yeah, man, uh, this contract situation kind of got in my head a little bit. And I probably haven't played to the level that I would normally play because I was kind of pissed off about this whole thing. Right. And, and that's it's commendable for him to, one, be able to recognize that. And to be comfortable enough within his within himself to to express that. Now, with that being said, I'm not sure that that's necessarily what anybody wanted to hear. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> As to why you know 
one of the top two to three safeties in the league has, for lack of a, a better way of putting it, been more so of an, an afterthought in this defense. Mm-hmm. It's been the defensive line. It's been the play of Logan Wilson at uh, linebacker. It's been Chidabe Awuzie at at corner. You know, there's been the up and down of Eli Apple. Like, nobody's really talking about Jesse Bates and, and the impact that he's making on this defense. Instead of being amazing, he's just been average. He's just – he's been okay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if he were in the second year of a four-year contract in his rookie contract, like, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But because – you know, contract negotiations broke down because he wanted to be the highest paid safety in the league. And now you're playing like the 16th best safety in the league. It, there's a bit of a disconnect there. Good for him for coming out with it, though. And you're right. The, uh, the, the media just wants you to say exactly what you're what they want you to say. If you if you are hiding something and lying about something, they're going to call you out on that. If you come out and speak the absolute honest truth, they're going to come after you on that. It's all ridiculous. I can't stand any of it. Yeah. Can't stand yeah. any I mean, of there's, it. There's no, there's no right response, right? Because, because if he just comes out and says, nah, you know, I'm just focusing on the next game and this contract means nothing to me. Uh, well, I let my agent handle all that. Then why are you playing like crap? Yep. And by comparison, everybody would get on him for for saying that. It's Aaron Rodgers, or, just like or Aaron Rodgers, you come out and wear your heart on your sleeve, and you're like, "Dude, it's got in my head, and I'm not playing to the level that I know I can play, and I'm I'm gonna get better." Then it's like, "Yeah, well, you're a football player. You shouldn't let that stuff get in your head. What are you doing? Yep. And why would you say that?" Yep. So um, you can't you can't win. No, he can't. Uh, all right. So, Andre, how would you? Because I, I've heard quite a few different perspectives on this. How would you uh, kind of rate Joe Burrow's performance so far? Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, and I and I and I say that from the standpoint of Joe comes in with a level of expectation that is probably much higher than it should be from a fan perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's coming off of major reconstructive knee surgery that happened in week 10 of last year. Like, we're, we're not even a year, a completely year removed from when, when it happened. And so, you know, it's our level of expectation is, well, it's Joe Burrow. He won, he won the Heisman. He won a national championship. He came in and lit it up his first year. Like, just step right back in and do what you're supposed to do, Joe. Um, and to an extent, he's done some of that. But at the same time, he's doing some really, really dumb interceptions that have nothing to do with his ability. It's just poor decision-making. Like, why would you throw that ball? Like, what, what did you see that... Everybody else is screaming, don't throw it, don't throw it, don't throw it. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and throw this ball. <laughs> um, Got Brett Favre syndrome. It, but but it's if, – if the if the passes were such that he was trying to pump something into a space that he that, – a tight window that he shouldn't have, then I could be like, okay, cool. They go back and look at that Green Bay game. The, the 
the interception he threw late in the fourth quarter or overtime. I can't remember exactly when it was, but like he just threw the ball right to the linebacker. Like just threw it to him. Like that wasn't trying to squeeze it into a tight window, right? I mean, look at look at the ball he threw to Jamar Chase that went for a pick six here uh, during the Cleveland game. Mm-hmm. If he puts a little bit of air under that ball, he floats it right over Ward and drops it right into Jamar Chase's hands. But he just like he throws it too far inside. It's just a ter- it's like it's just a bad read. It's a bad throw, and it had nothing to do with trying to squeeze it in somewhere because I I think my arm is stronger than it is. He's just made some really stupid mistakes, and he's leading the league or tied for the league league at interceptions. You, if Joe Burrow in the second half of the season throws 10 or 11 more interceptions, they very well may only win two more games. Yeah, I I agree. Listen, Joe Burrow has – it's he's, he's basically still a rookie, okay? He's going to have magical moments because he's a magical player. And he's going to have moments where he makes those mistakes. But like you said, he's got expectations put on him as a totally like like he's supposed to be Peyton Manning 10 years into his career right now. It's just yes. not going it's just not going to happen. So, I'm I'm totally I'm totally fine with uh with the way Joe's played. I think I think he's been for for the amount of time that he's still running for his life at moments. I think uh having it in the back of his head from this knee surgery i'm i feel pretty confident in the way the man the man looks and i think in the next couple years he will be one of the elite quarterbacks in this league yeah and let's just keep it in perspective this is year this is year two we're all just super excited i mean we we've wanted a quarterback of joe burrow's caliber probably since palmer Palmer, right i mean i mean we had palmer was no, no, no 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 Carson had the physical tools that you want as a quarterback. Carson didn't have the mental makeup that I want as a quarterback. Ooh, you think so? Carson, I mean, when he brought that, he took that team on his from his right different arm. Menta- different mentality. I, I Carson, mean, I agree Carson with Palmer, that. Carson Palmer was a super talented dude, super talented. But Carson Palmer wasn't a vocal leader. Carson Palmer wasn't the dude like that team is identified through Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson. Mm-hmm. That team is identified through TJ Hushmanzada. That that team isn't necessarily identified through Carson Palmer as the leader of that team. It's Willie it's Willie Anderson. It's uh, Bobby Williams. Th- those are the dudes who led that team at that time. Carson Palmer was a great quarterback. I, again, I'm not taking anything away from him on the field from a physical standpoint. But if we're talking about leadership qualities, somebody who walks in the door and people go, wow, I'm following that guy. Jeff Blake. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Come on, man. But, but hey, Jeff when Blake, Blake went when Blake went on that run with pick with pick and Darnay like, Scott now. Come on now. Yeah, everybody yeah. respected him but, on, in that but, locker room. But he had the physical limitations. That oh, so, so you got to have both. Those. You're saying we, we haven't had somebody with both since Boomer. Correct. Okay, I'm in so, for that. So, so, so having the the charisma and the the leadership, and and, and having cats wanting to get behind them and go, yeah, we can go to war for that dude, and be you know six two, six three, six four, two hundred and twenty pounds. 
can throw the ball all over the field and do whatever it is we need to do. We haven't had that type of quarterback in a long time. And so there's just a level of expectation and a level of excitement that we have as fans because we see what the potential could be. But the dude is in his second year. Like, let's just project out to when he's 27, 28. The way cats are playing now, they can easily play to 40. Like, we're talking he's got another 15 years potentially, you know, if not more than that, depending on health and finances and all that craziness. We're in year two. Yeah, almost one and a half even. Super exciting. (laughs) Yeah, it is very, especially the fact that it's just kind of like when we went through the thing with with A.J. Green and uh, the Red Rifle. You know what I mean? They came in together. They grew together, went to five straight playoffs, and it was like, oh, man, this is fun watching these kids grow together. And the fact that even, we've got an even better wide receiver maybe, maybe, yes. maybe, maybe not, but it, it, at the a, same, a same level, but a much better quarterback, yeah. this is going to be a lot of fun. And, and I liked Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton was a, a very likable human being. Sure. Andy Dalton was not the dude that made you want to run through a wall for like yeah. you, you just never got that feel like, like somebody you want to introduce your daughter to and be like hey honey this is a very nice guy if you want to marry him i would be perfectly happy with that cool not somebody you want to be like yo let's go to war son because we about to you know sure go blow up pittsburgh and go blow up baltimore and it's monday night at eight o'clock and the whole nation's watching. Yeah. How are you feeling right now as a Bengals fan of Andy Dolan's your quarterback? We no, already so saw that. He, uh, what's right? his record under the lights? Like Lar- right? one, in, one in ten or something? Large sample so, size there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so, the but again, that goes back to my pointing out the difference between those dudes and Burrow. The, the brighter the lights, the better Joe is. Yeah. So Like, he thrives in that atmosphere so there's no reason to to think that he won't get better as the season goes on especially with the bye week now i mean it it feels like you know going into the bye week over 500 is way obviously because you guys know i picked three wins but (laughs) but it is way over my expectations at least uh for this year but so, I, I mean, there's no reason to think that Joe Burrow will not use this week, this past off week, to reassess, probably watch a ton of film and fix, you know, make some tweaks, whatever he's got to do to fix what he's, you know, what, what's making him throw these interceptions. Correct. I mean, everything that we've seen about Joe from coming in with no preseason last year and being able to start to – killing it on his rehab to starting off this season and, and leading them to a five and four record in the first nine weeks says the kid works, right? Like he, he grinds, he, he does everything that he's supposed to do in order to get the results that, that he's looking for. I mean, he comes from programs that are used to winning. Yes. And this is what's supposed like, it, there's just a level of expectation. Like this is what's supposed to happen. Like we're so yeah. Oh, we're five and four. That's great. Like that's what's supposed to happen. It shouldn't be a surprise to us. We're not surprised by it. 
this is what's supposed to happen. As a matter of fact, we probably should be seven and two. Well, I yeah. wouldn't. I, I, everybody keeps telling me that 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 Green Bay game should have been a win. No, Green Bay. We didn't lose the Green Bay game. Green Bay lost the Green Bay game. That was. <laughs> that was. Man, look, man, funky, crazy things happen. You hung in with the one of the greatest quarterbacks of of, of all time, and I and and a Devontae Adams that just lost his mind that day. Let me, it, look, okay, it is what it is. You know what? What, what you can't do is lose to Mike White and Eggs. have a jersey in the Hall of Fame. Like, I'm, you can't. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about this kid, man. This Mike White kid, uh, he had it figured out being a being a backup quarterback. He had it figured out, right? He and he did it for two straight weeks, and. He dropped back, his first look wasn't there, dump it down. Drop back, first look not he's not scanning the whole field because that's not what he's been working on in practice. He drops back, right. finds his first read, not there, dumps it to a running back. Forty two times, I think I saw was the number. It's that guy, I'm I would love to have him as a backup. That guy's gonna be a backup in this league for a very, very long time. Yep. Hundred percent. <clears throat> Perfect guy to have in there. Anyway, uh, what do you got, Adam? Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, Aaron Rodgers got his ivermectin injection now, so he's back, <laughs> and we don't gotta we don't have to worry about him anymore. Hey, but. hey, speaking of, <laughs> let me ask you a question, because because I I feel a certain way about the whole Aaron Rodgers thing. All right, I feel a certain way. I I don't know if you listened to the podcast was it last week or two weeks ago, but I would like to know. What's your thought on Aaron Rodgers? Are you canceling him and uh, sending him to jail and making sure that he never, ever steps foot uh, inside the United States ever again? Are you somewhere in the middle? Do you not care? Where are you staying, brother? All right. So can I can I be completely honest on I, your podcast? I want you to be completely honest. I was completely <laughs> honest a couple weeks ago, and I'll tell you what I think. So I think Aaron Rodgers is a liar. Well, sure. Um, I am. Yeah. And quite frankly, put his teammates, who he says are his brothers, his coaches, and anybody in that facility at undue risk because of his choices. Because if you look at the if you look at the policies, the policies stipulate that if you are unvaccinated, you're to wear a mask. Absolutely. At all times in the facility. Absolutely. But because you said what you said in the way that you said it, which made it seem as if you were vaccinated. What he said to the to media. Skirt, you got to skirt all of the rules. Because people assumed that you were on the up and up. Now, we're talking about you're you're in meeting rooms with giant men. One of the hallmarks of COVID, when you catch it, the bigger you are, the worse it can be for you, right? And so now you're in a room with all of your 300 to 350-pound offensive linemen when you should have a mask on and you should be on the opposite side of the room and social distancing and doing all those things, but instead you're all up on top of them because you're not vaccinated, but you, again, you claim that you were immunized 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 uh-huh right <laughs> sure um again you're just you're you're just a liar and you put people at undue risk to do what 
what it is the hell you wanted to do. Okay. Now let me ask you now. Now I'm going to, I'm going to ask you something here. Okay. So the NFL has a, has a rule with the mask policy and all that. If you're unvaccinated, you have guys, you have guys that are choosing to be unvaccinated all over the place. Not, yep. But Kirk Cousins, perfect example. The second he takes his helmet off, he's got a mask on. Yep. Why? Because he's going to get fined if he doesn't. And two, Correct. two, obviously, if he, you know, you have to to, to obey the the law of the land or whatever. Mm-hmm. So here's my question for you, Andre. You work, uh, you work somewhat in the the healthcare facilities, correct? Yep. Does your employment, uh, do they have you? You have to be vaccinated at this moment. Correct. Okay. Did you have to prove that you were vaccinated to your work? I did. You did. So you're, mm-hmm. we are talking about the NFL, one of the biggest corporations, biggest uh, leagues in in the world. We're talking about the Green Bay Packers, one of the top, one of the three most known, the three biggest teams, maybe most known teams in the NFL. And you have all these rules for being vaccinated or not vaccinated and what you have to do if you're not. How in God's name does the NFL or the Green Bay Packers not know that he's not vaccinated? I don't. How, how does that happen? You can say whatever you want to the media. You can lie. They lie to the media every day. Everybody lies to the media. That's half of their job is to lie to the media. Like sure. we said earlier, I don't care what he said to the media. How does the NFL or the Green Bay Packers not know this and it gets all the way this far? I don't understand that. Please. So, so I am typically speaking not a defender of the NFL, the corporation. Um, but in this particular, in this particular case, if I'm a giant corporation and I'm broken into 32 different parts Uh and I expect those 32 different parts for the most part to rule themselves with the exception of some, you know, overarching rules that we have, I'm going to reach out to you and say, Hey, uh, Chris, as the owner of the sure. Cincinnati area of where we are, sure. what's your status and what are, what are your people doing? Are you guys good? Yeah. I talked to um, Adam and Adam has all his paperwork. We're good to go. Okay, cool. Appreciate Perfect. you. Totally. And, and, and I move on. Totally agree. Right? I totally agree. So and then so from, forget from, the from NFL. An NFL. From an NFL standpoint, I did to the best of my ability, I did my due diligence in reaching out to my people and being like, hey, are your people good? Yes, we're following the protocols. Yes, we're good. However, the NFL is the one that hands out the fines, not the team. Absolutely. So the NFL yeah. needs to know just as much as the teams do. However, yes, the teams then put it on the Green Bay Packers. How is one of these guys... Oh, well, well, I don't well, understand well, how well, these, well, how well, those guys aren't getting Packers as much were, crap for this. The Green Bay Packers were fined $300,000. Oh, so it's they got a slap on the wrist just like Aaron Rodgers did. I don't look. I don't disagree with the stupidity of the fine. All I'm saying but, is, why are they not getting as much shit? Oh, pardon my language. I guess the podcast doesn't matter. Why are they not getting as much crap as 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 Aaron Rodgers is? I feel like they should equally be getting as it should equally be as bad. But it seems like everything is focused sure, on Aaron Rodgers. But, but Aaron Rodgers is the one that's going on the Pat McAfee show. Well, that's and, it. 
totally talking about that. that's that's right? after the fact that's totally a different thing that Aaron Rodgers blew it up and made it way worse than it needed to be he was right. already getting well, crucified but, but before that though really, nobody really knew until he did that interview not really I mean didn't he do the interview because uh, it came out that he wasn't vaccinated but nobody would nobody was losing their minds and still until he went on the Pat McAfee show and was like yeah so I mean, I said they, I was yeah. I mean, they they were losing their minds a little bit. That's the reason he went on there and said what nah. he said. But but I I just I just I listen. I don't I listen, I'm not saying that that Aaron Rodgers is in any way, shape, or form in the right or whatever. All I'm saying is I feel like I feel it's. I mean, did he did he fill out a fake vaccination card? Like, how did he get by the team? How does he get by yeah. the NFL? How and does that and all where, happen? And that's where we got to look at, like, what does that look like? And what is the protocol? Is it just a, hey, did you get vaccinated? Yeah. Did you get vaccinated? Yeah. Did you get vaccinated? Yeah. Uh, okay. Or, hey, maybe we should get proof of cards. They that we got. You, man, they had we we're talking about. We're talking about the NFL. We're talking about the Green Bay Pack. We're talking about, I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I got for that. I, I I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on it. I, I'm sorry for bringing up Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> we we were talking about. I just was so mad at the NFL and the Green Bay Packers for not doing their due diligence and then turning around and finding them well after the fact. Well after the fact, should have been fined after every single game. Instead, they just th- anyway. It doesn't matter. Stupid. It's all stupid. And he's going to play this week. He played last week and uh, got the dub against yep. Russell Westbrook, who even though he did all – did I say Russell Westbrook? I did it again. <laughs> did. Russell Wilson, who did all his finger – you know, he was fair, I think he would be both Russells. Probably. He, he's, <laughs> doing, he's doing all his uh, finger rehab exercises. Uh, I think it was something like 18 hours a day of finger uh, rehab exercises he was doing uh, to get himself ready for that big old fat zero he threw up on the board. So, Yeah. All right, I've got one more Bengals question. Oh, sorry, and then sorry. Did, and then we we're gonna, off, did we get off topic? No. And, then, and then so that because we, we got to let this poor man uh, get to bed, but we got one more uh, kind of more fun thing to end with. So very quickly, so the, I think I saw on Pro Football Focus uh, the Bengals' offense is ranked like twentieth, and the defense was I want to say twenty eighth somewhere around there. What do the, what does each side of the ball need to do need to change going forward for the rest of the season? to maybe creep into the top half at least of the league and maybe offensively have a chance to maybe get in the top third? So offensively, it goes back to what I said earlier. Joe Burrow has got to stop throwing inter- ridiculous interceptions. Like, that has to stop. You cannot if, – if Joe Burrow leads the league in interceptions by the end of the year, this team is not going anywhere. So that that can't happen. So that that has to stop. You, um, uh, I'm sorry. To, I, do, go ahead. Sorry, do, do, how many of those interceptions were uh, tipped passes, dropped ball, or t- you know tipped balls by the wide receiver, sure. offensive let's, line? Let's, let's say let's say fifty percent. Let's call it fifty percent. Okay. Some of them are bad placement. Some of them are tipped balls. Some of them are just why the heck did you throw that ball at all? Cool. So right now he's at eleven, I think. So. I don't need Joe Burrow throwing another six interceptions where I was like, Joe, you can't throw that ball. Yeah. Right? Because we because we know there's going to be two or three for sure that are going to be off of tip balls or something that 
something goofy happened that has nothing to do with Joe. What I can't have is another six or seven of those where it's just Joe. I got you. You just can't do it. Yeah. Um, and he's too good of a quarterback, even even as young as he is. I mean, if you go back to his last year, I want to say his last two years at LSU, I think he threw like, I want to say 11 total between those two years. And I think he threw like five in the first nine and a half games that he played last year. So the fact that he's at 11 already at just over the halfway mark of this year, that's not good. And it's, and it's uncharacteristic. So let's get, let's regress to the mean of where you typically are. Let's cut that interception number even in half and say he ends up with, you know, instead of 22, let's say he ends up with, you know, 16. So he throws five more the rest of the year in eight games. Okay, I can live with that. Yeah. Um, I think the offensive line has been decent. It hasn't been great. It's been decent. Um, I think the running game has been decent. It hasn't been great. And I think if there was a if there's a way to uh, more involve Tyler Boyd, um, I would find a way to do that. You think um, he's forcing too much to Jamar Chase at this point? I do. I do. Um, but when you have a receiver who is just been that ridiculous it's hard not to right sure. i mean it's 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 andy Dalton throwing to aj green it's yeah, anybody throwing to julio jones it's but tyler you know, board Deand- tyler Deandre Boyd Hopkins. was that guy last year for him why yes. not why why but, why does that go away all of a sudden well because jamar chase is a better wide receiver than tyler boyd sure but you still don't lose that relationship you wouldn't think you you do it feels from, like because tyler boyd is not putting any numbers up. Of the focus goes away from looking at Tyler Boyd and goes more towards looking towards Jamar Chase. Sure. Whereas, whereas cats were hurt last year and it was basically Tyler Boyd by himself for a while. Um, you know, he was the dude that had to make the play in order to, to move the sticks that that ability hasn't gone anywhere. The read has gone elsewhere. So let's get back to, Hey, on third down where we're kind of struggling on third and short to run the ball for a first down, where's Tyler Boyd on third and two on a quick slant that I can hit him and, and get and pick up this first down right quick. Mm-hmm. And, you know, instead of having to go to Jamar Chase, let's make sure we 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 incorporate and use Tyler Boyd. So I would again cut one, cut down on interceptions on the offensive side of the ball. Two, make sure that we are using our weapons as equally or as balanced as as we can because I think that keeps defenses off balance. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, they've got to create more turnovers. Um, I think they're bottom of the league in turnover margin right now. Uh, outside of Wilson, I think, has four or five interceptions. Uh, Cheeto has... One, uh, clearly Jesse Bates. I think Bates has one. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just there just hasn't been. They just haven't been the turnovers. I mean, think think back across the the first nine games, the fumble that they caused on the uh, running back from Minnesota. 
um, the interception of Aaron Rodgers down the sideline. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm, uh, like name me another memorable, impactful turnover. Turnover that you can really like. Ah, yeah, I remember that. All right, yeah. They're just because there just haven't been that many. So I my so so this we we run uh we seem to send four guys at the quarterback ninety nine point nine percent of the time. There's been games where that's worked and they've got pressure, and there's been a lot of games where it doesn't work and the quarterback has been sitting back there all day long. No wonder we don't have a turnover because we're the Heat has got all day to pick and choose what he wants to do. Yep. Is this is it because it's starting to get a little irritating to me sometimes? Yep. Is that it, think, isn't that a isn't that something on that the the whole making making adjustments at halftime, making ju- adjustments throughout the game? If you didn't plan on blitzing. I understand that, but if something's not working, don't you feel like every once in a while, dude, we got to blitz, we got to throw somebody at the quarterback here, we got to make something happen. But let's let's step back two weeks. So take the last two games off off the board. That defense was lights out. Sure, like they were rushing before, they were getting pressure, they were doing the things that they needed to do. They were five and two, and. Those two games, one, Joe, the offense played like crap in the Chicago game. And the wind took a field goal away from us in the Green Bay game, right? So, a field goal away from us. Yeah. I, but, but, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I know, I know, I got you. And, and the defense played well. They played very, I mean, they were a top 10, if not top five defense previous to the last two weeks. So what happened the last two weeks? One, you had captain check down, and you made no adjustments to that. So it, I don't care if you blitz or not. If he's getting the ball out of his hands in a second and a half, yeah. you, you just can't get there. And then two, in the Cleveland game, that offensive line is pretty damn good. And the the biggest thing that this team needs and or is missing is an elite level pass rusher that – other teams have to game plan for right like when you when you play cleveland you know where miles garrett is absolutely all the time every down every play where's miles garrett okay now let's go when you play the rams you know where aaron donald is all the time every play every second Always the Watt brothers. I mean, it goes on They're and on. Not. We yeah, have like we those, have Sam Hubbard. Those guys, <laughs> you 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 know where those dudes are, and you game plan around those dudes because they can destroy your game plan. The Bengals have a bunch of really good, sure, two very solid dudes who you're gonna get three sacks from this dude, a couple sacks from this dude, one sack from this guy, a sack and a half from this guy, and as a group, they're pretty good together. But you don't have one dude that you're like, I fear that guy because he will destroy everything that is we're trying to do. Right. And that's that's the issue you run into when you decide to only rush four. And if we have a really good offensive line and we can hold up against that, you're in trouble. Right. And that's what that's that's what that's where I don't understand. I don't understand what, why against certain teams there's not adjustments made in those cases. It just irritates me more than anything in the world when you 
consistently and they don't even they don't even show blitz like fake it they don't even like quarterback knows exactly what's up i got four coming at me right here there is no one else at the line of scrimmage not another soul except for these four yeah and that's some of that is too easy you know coach just feels like hey i got my guys i think my guys are gonna win and they don't until it happens for 30 straight minutes it's like okay maybe it's time to change it up anyway that's Anyway, yeah, so the defense has been a big part of the second half of the first half of the season. Yeah. All right, so uh, Andre is a, is a multi-talented uh, person here, so he can talk Bengals and the NFL, and he does that with us, and we always appreciate it. Um, he also he, he can he keeps up with uh, with college football. Big UC Bearcats fan, loving this big. season. Uh, and he was just uh, last week on another podcast called the Clown Hour Podcast. Uh, if you're looking for more football coverage, definitely go check last week's episode out uh, with Andre on it. And from from here on out, check that out because we don't, uh, you know, Chris and I don't cover a ton of football. No, um, but uh, but that, that's another good podcast to check out if you're looking for more football. If you're looking for baseball and basketball stuff, come check this one out. And uh, but but listen to both of them. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but besides that, uh, we wanted to get into to another thing. Uh, Andre can talk about anything, um, and uh, we need to know now what Andre's four favorite apps on his phone are. So this is the Mount Rushmore segment yes. that I am just jumping right into. Um, <laughs> Adam knows he has to, or else we'll just keep talking. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is correct. <laughs> this is I would just throw out random subjects to talk about. Yeah. Hor- horrible, horrible transition, to, but I'm ready, trying to get us there. Just I was so ready we... to talk UC football next, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so that is our, our Mount Rushmore this week. Andre, I don't know if you had a, had a, a time to think about that or not, um, but that's what we're doing for this week. Our, our four, you got to narrow it down to your four favorite or maybe most used, however you want to look however at it. However you want to do it. It's your Mount your Rushmore. Um. So, I probably have to start with the most entertaining yet irritating one, which is for me, which is Twitter. Like, <laughs> at Andre Edwards 06, come holler at me anytime. Um, like Great I, follow, I, by the way. Great follow. I absolutely love it and hate it all at the same time. Like, I can go from laughing at you know, somebody posting jokes or a stupid video clip or whatever it is to just being incensed in the next, you know, 30 seconds over something that I see or I'm like, what are we doing as Americans right now? Like, this is driving me nuts. I can't do this. <laughs> um, you know, most so, of the people that say the stuff on Twitter, though, are doing it just to get that reaction yeah, out sure. of you. No, 100 percent. They're winning that, by the way. Without question. And that's why I find it so entertaining. Um, I also like it because uh, when when news, when actual news happens, you can get a lot of insight and it hits Twitter very quickly. Um, and you can, you know, find out what's happening and what's going on and, and get some details uh, pretty quick. So I like that um, on the probably more docile end of the spectrum. I like Instagram. Um, it's way less volatile than Twitter is way less opinionated. Um, some really cool picks. I get a lot of my, um, like 
I, I smoke meats, so I get a lot of ideas on like recipes and uh, cuts of meat to uh, prepare, which is really cool. You gotta quit that, Andre. It's not good for your lungs. You shouldn't smoke anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dry that stuff out first. The only, the only thing, the only thing I smoke is meats, boys. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, and then, oh. YouTube. I spend a lot of time on YouTube mm-hmm. because after I see it on Instagram, then I got to figure out how to actually make it. Uh-huh. And YouTube has everything you ever want to know mm-hmm. about anything. Like you can find a YouTube video on anything. Like I don't know how to change, you know, a light bulb. And they'll be like, here, just go on YouTube. It'll be on there. I promise. Cool. You can find it. It's there. It's awesome. We hired a kid at work one time and uh, asked, he, he said, hey, man, and we said, hey, you, you ever drove a forklift before? You jump on that? And he goes, nah, I can Google it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, 100%. go ahead. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. 100%. You'll figure it out, man. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, and then probably my last one, because I am such a big music guy, um, Spotify. Ooh, I Spotify! I gotta, oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I gotta have I gotta have my tunes. Catch the uh, catch the Nosebleed Sports podcast on Spotify every once yeah. in a while too. <laughs> Boom! You can you can actually listen to Debonair on Spotify. Oh, I didn't know that. Now I'm mm-hmm. jumping on the Spotify. You can, how about this? You can say Alexa, play Debonair all through the night, and she will play it for you. Uh, so I've got I've got the Amazon Music. Uh, yeah, I do the the unlimited on that. I'm going to have to check that one out. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Pandora. When you guys coming out with an, you got, you guys getting back together, you in the studio at all, you doing anything together or just the old stuff. We keep talking about it. We might do a, I think, I think they're trying to uh, get us to do a Christmas album one year. We'll see. Oh, we love that. Yeah. I I mean, you better get busy. There's like a month left. No, no, no. (laughs) One one year, not this year. (laughs) Uh, all yeah, right. So those, will be, those will be my uh, those will be my top four, and then with with an honorable mention to Waze, because as we were talking before we hopped on this podcast, my kids do sports, uh-huh. and they're all over the city, sometimes all over the nation, and to be able to pop an address into Waze, and also be able to know where our wonderful law enforcement may be. And where yep. maybe yep. you know, cars on the side of the road, and or potholes, or deer in the middle of the road—you know, any of those things that you may want to know. Waze is awesome. My, my, how does Waze know all that? It's all—it's all crowdsourcing. So oh. you got if if it's done properly, you have someone sitting in the passenger seat with the Waze app open and notating ah. We are in traffic, or have, ah, there was a car on the side of the road. Or, have you ah, ever lovely law enforcement making sure that everyone is doing the speed limit and wearing a seatbelt? Exactly. Very I appreciate them for that. Um, <laughs> have you ever actually entered something into the Waze app? I have not. I have confirmed. I don't know. That I've confirmed. We're still there. Yeah. Yeah. But I have never physically entered something on my own. I just want to know who that person is. Like I, I've never met. Anyone? It's a real good 
actually put something in Waze. It's a real go-getter, I'll tell you that. Is that you, Adam? Are you, do you do that? Do you? I don't have Waze. I've never downloaded Waze. Oh, dude, I'm telling my wife. my wife lives by it. I like, I like to think I know how to get everywhere, so I just get lost. But she, she lives by it. <laughs> and which, is, which is perfectly fine until you have to have your kid exactly. a, yep. a half an hour early yeah. and you're still driving around and you're 20 minutes away and your kid's like, dad, are we there yet? Dad, are we there yet? Yeah. Dad, are we there yet? I'm like, I can't take it. I'm just going to plug it in the ways and we'll be there. Yeah, I pull, I pull up Apple. I always use Apple maps and my wife's like, I don't know why you still use that. Why do you still use. use Apple maps? That's uh, it's ways never gets it wrong. And I was like, well, yeah, it gets you where you want to go, but how do you know it's right? Because it's amazing. Every time it does the right thing, it's, I must say. I'd say it's amazing. Oh, well done. <laughs> All right, I apologize well for that. All right, Adam, what are what are your first, what are your top four? All right, so I'm I'm with uh, with Andre on at least two of these. You, uh, Twitter is probably number one for me. <clears throat> YouTube because you same thing. He said you can get everything on YouTube. Absolutely. I, I go to YouTube for music a lot of times. Yep. I mean, yeah. yep. Love watching old videos and stuff. Um. Apple Podcasts. I I've been listening to podcasts for a while, but when the pandemic started and when we started working from home, I sit there and listen to podcasts like seven hours a day as I'm working. <laughs> um, when I'm working at home, and I I've subscribed to a bunch of them now, and I I I love that. Um, so I've got Twitter, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and I've got like five more things written down. That I've sounds about choose, right. I got to choose between. <laughs> That's from my fourth. I've got the messages app, you know, just the because the that's text how you, message app. Sure, that's how you communicate most yeah. now. Yeah. Um, yeah. My calendar. I finally got into the habit of putting stuff into my calendar because I don't remember anything. So I use that a lot. Uh, my photos, sort of another thing. I screenshot stuff a lot and keep it as photo, so you know, so that I can go back and not have to remember it um, and yep. make my brain even worse. Uh, Google. Google's up there um, because it, just like YouTube, I mean, you anything my, you need to know. As my kids would say, search it up. Search, search it, it up, up brother. Search it, search it up on the Google. Yep. Yep. Um, and the dictionary app that's going to sound nerdy, but I love the dictionary app because I just, I don't know. I, Is that I, for real? You have it's a for dictionary real. app? The dictionary app. <laughs> wait, wait, that's a real thing? Yeah, I thought, thing. I thought he was just messing around with us. Dictionary.com app. It's so good. I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I don't like to have, I want to have a much bigger vocabulary than I have. And I need that in order to not sound like a moron when I'm talking to people. So, um, I love that. And I, uh, sometimes I'll think of words that I think I'm pretty sure I know the meaning of that. And, uh, just to be sure before I send it to somebody and be totally wrong, look it up on there. You can look up words and phrases and get synonyms and stuff like that. And I don't know. I just like English. You know, so I, you, know you know how I do that? I just search it up on Google. You Google, Google yeah, it up. That's sure. what I do too. That works yeah, there too. I don't need the. Yeah, I can do. It. I just, I just jump on the old Safari app. <laughs> I, Safari. I'm go. So what I did for this. Oh, are you done? <clears throat> did I interrupt you? Did I'm you get using, yours? Uh, since you guys like that so much, I'm putting dictionary. You put the app dictionary app on, <laughs> on there. So you got dictionary, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube and Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Nice, man. I so. I have been, so all day today, I have been going through the last month of my screen time to see what I actually use the most. Yeah. Yeah. Consistently, over the last three weeks, my number one used app 
is a horse racing game called Rival Stars, where you got to breed, you breed the horses, you train the horses, you yes. race the horses, you sell the horses, the whole nine yards. You got to beat the, you got to beat the neighbor down the road that you can't stand. Like, oh, it's so great. Pete, I, Pete Rose is so proud of you. I love it. I love it. I lo- I absolutely love it. Uh, so I'm putting that on there because yeah. it is consistently almost double all my other apps on my phone. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, well, it's almost double. Uh, and I will also say that it's the only game I have on my phone right now because this happens to me probably five times a year, where I get way too deep into something. It's happened with Candy Crush. I had to delete it <laughs> off the phone. Uh, bricks and bricks and balls. I don't know if you guys ever yeah. played that. It happened. I, yeah. I all of a sudden I go to I'll go to bed at like ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. Next thing I know, it's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> I've just been playing this game the whole time. I have to delete certain apps off my phone because I get way too. There's a baseball game uh, that that I play all the time that my dad plays and my son plays and my nephew plays. I had to delete it because it. Yeah, I find it consuming my life. So. Uh, that's right now. That is the number one for me. Number two is actually the number two on every single week. And that is, uh, the old chat snap. You know, I love the chat snap, man. I'm a big, I like all the story stuff they have though. I'm not, I could care less what the people that I'm friends with are doing. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Could care less about all that. Wait, wait, are we talking about snap chats by the way? Yeah, I'll translate for you. Yeah, yeah Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And anytime you hear, anytime you hear FaceTube, that means Facebook. Face, FaceTube. Yep, we got the FaceTube and the Tube Face, which is YouTube. Uh, we flip them around a little bit. I don't know. I just try to keep it. Try no, to keep. No, I'm with you. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So the chat's now. It's just like Chenny Kesney. You ever listen to Chenny Kesney? Is one of my favorite country country artists. Um, got it. Anyway, so the chat snap, I've said it so much now, it just comes out of my mouth. The snap chat. Uh, I love that thing, dude. You go over to the stories and I tell everybody, like Barstool Sports does it. They've always got funny videos on there. Uh, My favorite, which, listen, you can laugh all you want, but E, the channel E, Rundown with Aaron Lim. My girl's pregnant right now. She's still got all the news on all the celebrities. She keeps me up to date, my man. Up to date. I don't feel I don't feel as bad about dictionary I don't, anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who half of the people she's talking about are, but I'm t- always totally interested in it. Something about those Kardashians, man. I can't stop. I can't. I can't oh, get God. enough of it. I can't get enough. Uh, so those are my top two. Everything else is so far down from those. It's not even funny. I mean, my my mail app is up because that's what I use for work is my email. Uh, but I'm not putting that on there because I don't. It's not one of my favorites. Right. So uh, from there, let's see here. I have uh, YouTube is number three because, like you guys, it's the same thing. I go to YouTube for everything. I'm not putting the Safari app or Google on there though. I'm not doing it, even though I go to it constantly. I listen to the I listen to the Sirius Radio and I just go back and forth between all the comedy app or comedy channels, mm-hmm. and I always go, man. I know that name. What does that dude look like? And then I type their name in just so I can get a quick picture. I'm like, ah, that's him. Got it. Okay. Not figured it out, but I'm not putting that on there. I'm going to go, I'm going to go off. I love, so Andre, I'm not sure how your soccer team does it, uh, but there's so many, I'm, I'm like, I consider myself now just a coach. Like if somebody says, what do you do for a living? I'm a coach. I feel like that's all I do all day long. It's the only thing I think about. 
my team snap app team snap yes sir team snap is my life i pay the extra yes, money i pay the extra money so the kids can you know you can get the availability and pick you can do all kinds of extra stuff with it that is that is my go-to that is how i communicate with all of the people who've become my only friends in life now, which are the parents yep. of these other kids. <laughs> I thought you were totally going to say the kids. <laughs> the kids. No. Totally so that team snap is number four for me, man. That thing is, that thing does so much for me. Gets, gets me in and out of pinches. It has all the, all my dates. It keeps everything in there for me perfectly. I, I love that app. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I should probably give a shout out to team snap with two kids who are crazily into sports. And I mean, just to know, like, what does my evening look like tonight? Yep. Oh, that's – or what does my weekend look like to this weekend? Yep. Oh, I don't have a weekend. Great. Okay. Yep. No. Um, we yeah. lost our weekends. We lost our weekends when our kids yeah, turned six. <laughs> yep. <laughs> when you decided to have kids. <laughs> yes, 100%. 100%. Um, speaking, of, speaking of games, have you guys played or are you playing Retro Bowl? No. Uh, what is Retro okay. Bowl? I mean, look here. I'm gonna need you both to download and play Retro Bowl. It is like playing Tecmo Bowl on your phone. What? It is is the greatest thing ever. Is it with new players or old players? So it is. It's all the team first names of teams. I can't remember if it says Bengals or not, like Cincinnati or Houston. It'll say, and it'll be team colors, but it's random, random names, random names. Play like it's 1987. You, you own, you run the franchise. So you start off as like the worst team in the league. Here we go. Here we go. I'm deleting rival. I'm deleting the horse racing now. I got a new thing to dive deep into. Three, Three rounds of draft. You play through your season. Um. There's some nuance to, you know, how you do it, when you do it, whatever. There's a salary cap. There's 10, I think up to 10 players who are like influential players on your team. But it is awesome. Like it's, it's awesome. I I absolutely love it and have been obsessed for probably two weeks. Well, let me just tell you this, Andre. Welcome to Retro Bowl. You are about to start your first yes. season as the head coach of a pro football team. The path to success yes, is an arduous one, but if you believe in yourself and can inspire your team, then yes. glory awaits. I'll tell you what. I'm going to look up arduous on the dictionary app right now. <laughs> very, very, very did I say that right? Yeah, I did say it right. Yes. Very tough time. Uh, um, all right. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, so you, you have an offensive coordinator, you have a defensive coordinator, everybody gets stars, so like half a star is terrible, one star, I think up to five stars. I'm in I think I'm in season three for my team. We just won the divisional round. And I think we're about to go to the AFC championship mm-hmm. in year three. So we, we were terrible our first year. Second year we lost in the first round of the playoffs. This year we're in the AFC Championship, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Oh man, I love it. Good luck, Coach. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, way to go, Coach. Yeah, go get them, bud. Go get them. I'm in. I'm in now. I may. I feel bad for Intricate Image. It's my new favorite horse that I've been running a lot here lately, trying to build him up, getting him ready for the stakes race. But uh, I feel bad. I feel like he's going to lose a lot of training this this coming week because <laughs> Daddy's moving on to football. 
like intricate. I'm gonna I'm just gonna need you to do some research on some glue, son. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is what it is, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> We, we will end on a very dark note there. Andre, you are the best. <laughs> oh, man, we kept you for an hour. I'm so sorry. You're always uh, very generous I'm sorry. With your Thank time. you very much for everything you ah, do. Man. Man. You guys know I love you. Uh, we love you too, brother. Andre, uh, at, at Andre06 on the tweet box. Andre Edwards06. Sorry, Andre Edwards06. Best yep. follow on Twitter. Agreed. Hit me. All Anytime. The, yeah, sounds good, brother. Appreciate it as always, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. See you. See you. I gotta say, man, uh, the tweet, the Twitter, the Twitter deal. I have not been on Twitter. I just saw not even for a minute in the past three weeks. I knew that wasn't gonna be on your. Uh, I have. Point. I can't stand that. I like. I know y'all got your. I, it's it, there's so much. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, it's it's too much for me. I feel like that's something. If you got it in your hand all day, mm-hmm. uh, it's you're keeping up with stuff, but. I just can't. I'm I'm six weeks behind, and it's, I feel like I just lost now. It's over. A lot of good Xavier basketball stuff on there, man. I'm telling you. Hey, that's what I got the newspaper for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Here's you can wait. Thing. You can wait until here's next the, week to get the news. But here, here's the thing, though. I don't need that information right now. The new. I don't, the, the, I don't need it right now. I'll figure it out. Tomorrow's newspaper is gonna have. A story about a game that Tyrone Hill played. For okay, <laughs> you can find up to the second information on uh, on Twitter. I don't, but that's my thing. Like, what do I need up to the second information on <laughs> everything? Why? What do I? What? Why do I need to know who the the Reds third string minor league baseball whatever guy is doing right now? I don't need to know that, or, or or they just signed they just signed a uh, their their a ball their rookie ball shortstop to a and he's going to be in AAA next year. Good. I don't I don't I don't need to know that. When I watch a Reds game, that information will come out, and that will be plenty of time for me to know that information. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, in that case, but there are other things. I'm telling you, you need to know. I, I go to Twitter for news. If I hear something about, you know, there was a there was a fight in this game. You know, the Reds, the Reds and Pirates got in a huge fight tonight. I wasn't watching the game. I can pull it up on Twitter. I go to YouTube two seconds after. Yeah, but I think YouTube sometimes takes a little bit longer to to, to get stuff does. up on YouTube. Probably, well, I don't. I also don't look at it for another three days anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, that's all right. Twitter, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and I was being silly and throwing Dictionary app. I really do have the Dictionary app, and I really do like it, but I just threw it on as the fourth one for fun. I like it. Well done. Well done. Thank you to Andre Edwards once again uh, for coming on and giving us an hour of his time. Now we need to kick this thing into uh, hyperdrive here, so let's make our football picks. What do you say? NFL Week 11 coming up here. Um, I'm assuming you would like me to go first, yeah. but I would be happy no. for you to go first. No, let us know what what's the score, what we doing, how did we do last week, what went down, what we got, Ad. So last week in week 10, um, <laughs> this is so funny when I was looking at this, um, I had a, a week that you know you could call not great, um, which because it was 0-3, and then you had a week, <laughs> and then you had a week that you could call okay because you were three and zero. Woo! 
let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Which brings me. That Detroit game was too easy. The, the Lions game was too easy. That was, I feel like they were just handing out well, money. Well, for thanks, that game. because I picked the opposite on that <laughs> game. When you took Pittsburgh in that game with Ben Hurt, I'm like, I, that's. I did see money signs pop into yeah, your eyeballs. There. I was like, man, I'm making all kinds of cash on this. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that brings me to twelve and eighteen uh, on the season—a lean twelve and eighteen—and you a robust eighteen and twelve. Let's go, baby! Hey, we're making money. You stick with me. Well, up till this point in time, we are making money. I can't guarantee anything will continue. However, I will continue to pull up on Wednesday before the games, the ESPN app, to see what the spread is in real time. No, and and just continue to pull names out of a hat. So let's make this happen. All right, so NFL Week 11 now. I am first going with the Houston at Tennessee Titans game. The Titans are a 10-point favorite uh, against Houston at home, and I'm taking Tennessee. Uh, Then we're going down to uh, Green Bay Packers, who we just talked about quite a bit, and they are at Minnesota. Green Bay is a two-point favorite on the road i am taking green bay in that one arizona is also on the road in seattle and arizona is a two and a half point favorite i'll take the cardinals man that vikings game that could be the surprise of the year i'm just telling you or of the week that could be there's been a ton of surprise football games games that like not just beating the spread but beating the the underdog winning the game it's happened the last three weeks it's been like half the game so anyway not that much Chris, Dante Culpepper's not coming through that door. Uh, that's true. But the Vikings have been in every single. They've got a really good defense. They've been in every single game they've played. They are, they've lost two fluke games because of bad calls. This is just asking for a R-E-L-A-X out of, out of Aaron Rodgers afterwards. Um, however, I'm not going to take that game. Uh, so, and I don't like the Bengals Raiders game. The Bengals are a one point favorite in Vegas. Um, yeah, I did not like that. I mean, there's something about, something about the Bengals right now that I wouldn't bet them to save my life. So, uh, the chargers and the Steelers that, you know, Justin, uh, is it Justin Herbert? He just has not been on fire as he started. They've, they need to let that guy kind of unload a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if Ben is back for that game, but five and a half might just be a hair too much. I'm going to take the Steelers. Did you take the Steelers? No. I'm going to take the Steelers plus five and a half. I think that the Chargers still win, but they're just not putting up the numbers that they can. Um, And then let's see here. Let's go with – I already feel bad. I already feel like that pick was a bad pick, but that's all right. We're going to keep on – we're going to keep on chugging along. Cleveland 11 and a half. Uh, over the over the Lions, no way. I don't know what to do with that. Ravens, Bears. Uh, Ra- here you go. Ravens minus four and a half. I'm actually going to take the Ravens in this game. I think this. I think the Ravens are are uh, going to come out and beat beat the Bears pretty bad. So I'll take I'll take the minus four and a half with the Ravens. And last, but ultimately not least. I'm going to take uh, the Colts plus seven. I have no idea why. Just sounds like uh, sounds like we'll go Colts plus seven against the Bills. Right on. All right. So that does it for NFL picks. We only have one more segment here. Yeah, we do. Eric Terrell. Yes, sir. Our comedy uh, special this week that we watched. 
uh, on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't watched it, get a chance now to watch it. it just came out this year. Um, Eric Terrell, a guy who I was not familiar with before. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I was I was happy to watch. Let me hear uh, what you have on Eric Terrell first. Um, not not super impressed. Uh, I, it, transitions were terrible. He was slow. His delivery was awful. He had some good jokes. I just he had good jokes. I just feel like his delivery had bad timing. He wasn't quite there. There's a re- I mean, it was only thirty minutes. The re- I mean, you could tell that this was done not super professionally. I should say, even though I mean, it was on Amazon, so it had to be done. I mean, I don't know, maybe not. It had to be done somewhat, produced somewhat well, but it didn't seem like it. Um, I I can't even remember. I, I watched this three days ago, and to be honest, I can't even really remember much of the jokes that were out because they just weren't that great. I didn't I I got nothing out of this. Wow. Like this was one of the this was a one I think this dude could be funny. I feel like he could be funny. I just feel like I think it was the delivery. His timing is was and he just like space out for a second, then he'd continue and there was no punch on that in that space. You know, you you hold that you hold that pause and then boom, deliver that last little ha ha thing. And he'd say something else, but it didn't make anyone laugh in that entire place. You watch the four old white dudes and the old white lady in the very front. That's what I kept watching. They never left. Like they didn't move. It looked like they were just sitting there staring at him. And maybe that made him extremely nervous. I don't know. But it didn't feel good. I'll tell you. So this is might be one of the lowest ratings I've got. I gave him a two point Okay. Well, Chris, I wish I would have gone first because you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> it was—I mean, it was easy and obvious to say what it was. Yeah, I, this was done at, at uh, a lot of comedians' favorite, one of their favorite. Uh, I hear people, comedians, talk all the time about uh, helium in Philadelphia, and and Eric Terrell is from Philly, uh, so he was in his hometown. I'm sure he was pumped. Uh, I mean. Seems like a very likable guy. Had like a good positive energy. Absolutely smiled yeah. through the whole thing. Had a, had a great smile. His, and all that. I had to turn down the color on my TV because the bright whiteness of his teeth. Like I couldn't even see where the spacing of his teeth were. It was just a big old giant white thing. I had to turn the brightness down so I could actually the, see it a little better. The man got a cleaning at the dentist that morning. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. And they poured actual bleach on his teeth. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, seems like a really likable guy is still pretty young. I think he's, I think I saw he's like maybe 29, 28, 29, something mm. like that. And, um, so I think at, that's the the impression I got. I had, I had the same feeling that you did. I think he just needs more time. hundred percent. I'm not saying the guy's not going to be good or couldn't yeah. be good. I just, this in particular special didn't, didn't hit me in any way. I'm with you. Uh, and, and I, it's funny. You mentioned like the space that he left. It felt like sometimes he was leaving more space for laughter or something than was needed for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. He just didn't, he, he just didn't have great jokes yet. And I, you know, I, I don't know. He, he's got the, he's got, he's got kind of like the, the charisma and everything for it, but he, he's just got to go to work on, on making better jokes and that's it. Yep. And I'm sure he can. Um, I, I'm, in three years, I'll look forward to seeing this guy. He'll sure. probably be much better. And I'm not sure when this actually came out. Um, I mean, he didn't talk anything about anything that would give you a time frame of what it was, right? He didn't talk any politics. He didn't talk any 
any uh, COVID, anything that was going on in the world at the moment, right? It was just, so you, it, I assume, because it said 2021 on it, mm-hmm. that it came out now, but we've done these before where it says 2020 <laughs> and, and it was like 2010 or something. So. <laughs> like, can you believe President Clinton right now? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Him um. and his cigars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you gave it a 2.0. I had written down 2.0. Oh man, we we're on the same page here. We really we're, we've been on the same page a lot here lately. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We have. So, all right. I mean, that does it for Eric Terrell. Uh, we need a a comedy special for next week and a Mount Rushmore for next week. Um, and I have a comedy special. I was telling you the other day. I'm so excited about. <clears throat> just came out yesterday on Netflix. By the way, another thing that just came out on Netflix. Um, t- I think today that I, I might watch when I get home, even though it's the middle of the night. Uh, the new Tiger King series. There's another Tiger King series? Yes. Just came out oh today. Oh, my God. What can it be about? The dude's been in jail ever since. I don't know. I, I have like a feeling half it's Half of them bad. are dead. Half the people are dead. Yeah, they were all mauled by tigers. But No, uh, I, they have all like either committed suicide or have died since this thing started. Very strange uh, group, the, the the tiger people. Um, I agree. I think it's going to be bad, but I watched the Tiger King uh, documentary twice, and nice. I'm I'm gonna definitely watch this all the way through. Um, but uh, the comedy special that just came out yesterday on Netflix that I'm very excited about is our man Michael Che has a new special out called Shame the Devil. Shame the Devil, Michael Che. Uh, new season of SNL is out right now. Uh, so he's he's uh he's hot right now. He's hot. I like it. Michael Che is uh Michael Che is a really funny dude. We've already done one of his, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah, yeah. and, and I think he got pretty good, pretty good, uh, pretty good reviews from both of us. It was outstanding. Yeah, Michael Che is Michael Che is good. This should be good. He see his delivery. He has got phenomenal delivery of his jokes yes like he knows when to pause he knows when to just throw it out there he does that little giggle for a minute and then mumbles another word or two like he's he's good i like I, i'm in, i'm i'm excited about the michael che good all right so uh that leaves me with a with a uh what do you call it a uh, mount rushmore and uh adam i know you don't cook right not much of a cook not much no, no. Do you cook anything? I mean, outside of of like mac and cheese, and like, do you you ever just be like, you know what, I'm gonna make lasagna, or I'm gonna make a hamburger tonight, or you know, like from scratch? Generally, I don't. I have a couple of times in my life. the The young lady that I've been seeing is big on cooking. She wants me to do it, and <clears throat> we've cooked uh, once or twice. But like like you together, know. you guys cook together. Yeah, get out of my kitchen, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I there's no way I start cooking. I need just get just leave because you're not gonna do what I want you to do, and you're not gonna do it exactly that way. I there's no way. Good for you for good for her if she's a cooker, <laughs> cooker cook, and she's good with that. I'm no way, dude. There's no possible way. Yeah, I can't. I've got this huge. I got this griddle in the backyard, and I did this huge stir fry for like fifteen people on it, and it was way too much for one person on one. I I should have had more help and had people moving things around, but I was trying to like run plates and run bowl. 
And everybody kept asking, come on, let me help you. No, I don't need any help. I know exactly what I want to do, how I want to do it. No, I'm good. Thank you. And I regret it now. But that's how I can't do that. I don't know how you guys do that. So anyway, do you have a spice rack? Do you have seasonings? I have some seasonings, yes. Yeah? All right, so we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of spices. Okay. I'm with you. I like that. I like that. Um because I have, look, even if I don't cook, I eat. That's right. You and know? you 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 know what you like on your what kind of seasonings and spices and I would say salts can go in with the with the spices as well if you've got any kind of special salt that you like in particular. Sure. Uh well number yeah. one right now I'll tell you sugar. Um no that doesn't <laughs> no. no, just kidding. Sugar is a dessert and a condiment and also a food group and it's um the most important meal of the day. Yes, it is. I love my sugar. All right, so there we go. So we've got Michael Che on Netflix. We've got uh we've got uh Mount Rushmore spices. We've got the college basketball season getting hot and heavy. In fact, tomorrow the Xavier Musketeers play the Ohio State Buckeyes. Ooh, yeah. The Big East going into today in the Gavit games, which is the Big East versus uh, Big Ten for over a span of a week, four and zero against the Big Ten right now. Four and zero against the Big Ten, pretty. So we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow when when the Muskies, who have struggled uh, to say the least in a few of these games, um, come up and play the Ohio State Buckeyes. So. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Uh, and then what else we got, man? What else is out? Oh, oh man, I wanted to talk to you. Oh, I had yeah, so yeah, many yeah. things I wanted to talk to you about. What did I say I wanted to talk you, to you about? You had a, a play. It's way. Is it? We're an hour fifteen in. Do we? I, I'm I'm willing to do it now because right, it was so here's fresh my, on your mind. Here's my question for you. All right, so we are we all understand like when you're winning a game. Okay, you're up. You're you got a basketball game. You're up by fifteen, and there's five seconds left in the game. Dribble the ball out. You got the ball. You dribble it out. Game's over. Shake hands. At what age does that start? Because these kids, you know, when they're seven, eight years old, they're just 100 miles an hour, and you, it's hard just to hold them back, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, making buzzer, you know, trying to throw it up before the last second goes off. It's just what they do. They don't know etiquette yet. Of course not. And it's almost impossible to for them to understand that at being the first year playing. So I'm not saying that my kids did anything wrong, but we did beat this team 27 to two the other night. And I started feeling a little bit Steve Spurrier. Yeah, I know. I started feeling a little bit bad, but you know what? You, I can't hold them back because they don't at that age. They just, I don't know what even would happen to be honest with you. So my question to you is when is, when does that start at what in basketball? Hmm. I think maybe junior high. Really? So you're saying even like, oh, okay, junior high. So you're sixth, seventh, eighth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, something sixth, like seventh, that. Sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. So in fifth grade, you're you wouldn't be too mad if a kid was up by uh, on a select team was up by up by twenty and and he all, with five seconds left took it to the basket and or tried to shoot a three at the last second just uh, just to hit a buzzer beater. You said you you said something interesting there. You said a select team. So maybe. Maybe level of play means something too. I think level of play is as big a part of it as anything. Yeah, if, if it's if you have to try out for the team, mm, I don't know. So I, sometimes you have to try out for teams just because there are more kids, and it doesn't necessarily mean you're a great team. There might be. Oh, I'm not saying that. I mean, I'm. That, you're right. You're right. That it, I'm not acting like this is like, like an AAU, you know, all star team or something. 
Yeah, if it's something, if it is something like that, though, if it is like a a, a high level AAU or whatever league, a high level league with like the best kids in the the area, the region, or something like that, um, then that probably means something too. But yeah, I, I mean, here's the other thing: is yeah, you don't want your kids to, and it's up to. The, I mean, it's easy enough really to for the coaches now. Like you said, at seven, eight years old or whatever, it's hard for them to to you know, hear what the coaches are saying all the time and try to be, you know, mm-hmm. doing everything they're trying to do. But, um, you know, not too far beyond that. I think you, you know, you can start listening to your coaches and, and kind of understanding what to do a little bit more. And coaches say, hold, 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 you know, don't, don't shoot, don't shoot or whatever yeah. at the very end, like at the last possession of a game. Now, when it's, if it's three or four minutes left and you're up 20 points and you're, you know, second, third, fourth grade or something like that, it's, I, I think, you know, you, you can still do as a coach, make sure you maybe your bottom tier players, your sure. you know, players it, on the it, bench. Make sure the you're game. making the three passes or whatever before sure. somebody takes a shot. I mean, I'm I'm I love I love that I love that idea and think but uh Yeah, I, I don't think Yeah, I, I think you're you're safe until, you know, eleven, twelve, something like that. You know, I I, I as long as you're as long as you as a coach are trying to make sure they don't do it, if they still do, you know, if the kid's just like, you know, in just trying to just see, sees the clock three seconds and, you know, you probably have parents yelling shoot anyway because there are parents that don't yep. understand either. Um, you know, so they hear that and they, you know, they get jittery and they want to throw the ball. You can't, I, I think as an opposing coach, you can't get upset at that at that age for sure. But, you know, junior high, certainly in high school and beyond, it's, you know, that's, I think you got to be – be aware of etiquette and, and uh, sportsmanship and all that kind of stuff. You know how I'm. I'm a hundred percent. I'm. I'm a thousand times into that whole thing. Yeah. One more question before we leave the podcast today. Let's do it. Why? What? What is your thoughts on? Um, so washing your hands in the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. The 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 law is twenty seconds, or the rule. Sorry, the rule is twenty seconds. Why is it that? When I put my hand underneath for the automatic thing to start, it only stays on for like five seconds. Should it just automatically go for 20 seconds as soon as the water starts? I don't understand that. You know, that would be uh, now most people don't actually wash their hands for 20 seconds. So you would end up wasting over time a lot of water. But okay, so the but but get why, why is it give me three seconds to get all the soap off my hand? I need some time. Here's the thing. So I, I'm with you on this because it happens to me at work too. But I realized it's just the sensor. I, for some reason, like the ones, the ones at work in the bathroom, the sensor is so high up, uh, like right underneath the faucet. I've realized I have to keep my hands right underneath the faucet. I can't actually put them in the open space between the faucet and the sink right. because the sensor's too high. So if it's, I think it's just so a matter where of my hands are keeping your hands. It directly in front of the sensor and making sure. I, I think. I figured asking you, I'd get a good answer because I, I haven't, I've never washed my hands before the coronavirus came, and you know, you, are, you are you. So, <laughs> I washed them raw before the coronavirus came. <laughs> no, I, I've, I, I, you didn't. know, you do the thing where you're in the bathroom, and you're like, oh, everybody's here. Oh, water, water, splish, splash, grab a towel, let's go. <laughs> I'll tell you. 
I am disgusted, especially now, by what I see people do in the bathroom and come out and, and just either either no attempt at all or just the just quick a straight you know, walk yeah, by. Yeah. So the, I always not doing much for me. I do. If I'm in public, I will always wash my hands. Mm-hmm. Always hundred percent. Now I can't say the same. So there are times, man, where I'm at home and I'm just running around. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I get it. But get before it. I cook. I always wash my hands before I cook. So. Certainly. I hope so. Yes. Um, otherwise, I will never eat anything here again. <laughs> no. I, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because that happened to me yesterday. I went into Kroger to get a, a couple of things, and um, I had to go to the restroom oh, at, on my it. way yeah. there. Yeah. I don't I don't like going into any public restrooms, and usually the grocery store and places like that aren't, aren't very well maintained anyway. And this was a Kroger that was not – it's not the one that I usually go to. It's one that's actually closer to my house. But a much worse <laughs> sure in many ways. Um, so I I go ahead and go in there first thing as soon as I walk in the store I go into the restroom, and um, you know there's all, there's one stall and one urinal, and there's somebody uh, an employee in the stall uh, just having a day just having a day, and uh, so I you know try to go quickly and the the urinal is for a one year old child um because it's almost on the ground so for you it's fit for you it's fit for look this way i say it man when i walk into a bed when i walk in there and there's you know my pick to choose from i always go to the one that's all the way down there man that porcelain's cold on them tall ones <laughs> uh, that's, that's one of your best jokes <laughs> um no but i so anyway i go and then i go over to wash my hands get the um get the soap and 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 also at this point now any bathroom that ha- that you have to manually turn the things now i'm like this is the this is a garbage <laughs> establishment this is the worst place in the world so anyway but this place actually did, this Kroger did have the automatic hand washing thing so i put my hand under the soap the automatic soap None, dispenser nothing comes i out. can see the soap it's almost full in there it's just not working i i'm there for 60 seconds trying to wave my hand it looks like uh-huh. i'm dancing in there and uh i can't get any soap to come out so i'm like i'm in a gross kroger gross kroger gross bathroom um and i just <laughs> i just you know took a number one and i'm, I'm trying to wash man i'm trying to do, 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 do and i'm do. going i'm gonna go out and yeah. touch stuff in the aisles and stuff yeah I, I could only get water. I didn't know what to do. I, so I scrubbed those things under that water for a while. Nice and hot. I'm like, there you go. That's all. I guess that's all I'm going to. So I, what I should have done was gone because I hadn't picked anything up yet. I should have gone right back out to my car, sanitized, and then came back in. could have just went to that. the soap department and found some hand sanitizer. Probably could have got a squirt out of one of the hand sanitizers there anyway. They, yeah. And they got that stuff everywhere. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, I don't know about in this Kroger, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I like um, I love the I like the hand sanitizer stuff. I've become I I never used any of that stuff back in the day, you know. But I I've become a, I've got it in my in my car. I just find myself just grabbing a little squirt, like just, just driving down a road, no yeah. idea why. And then like 30 minutes later, I'm still in my car on the same journey, <laughs> just grab a little squirt. I don't know. Just feels kind of good just in the, there, you know the, what I mean? The air kind of made yeah. your hands dirty a little bit. You, you know? never know, man. You never know. <laughs> Give me a little clang, clang. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I like it. Yep. Uh, thanks. For, thank you for those questions. That was, yeah. that was a fun answer. All right. So there you go. So now we're going to play Retro Bowl um, <laughs> and listen to Devin Air. Thanks to Andre Edwards. And uh, don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs> 